Greetings, and welcome to this edition of One for the Road. I'm your host, Randy Schlechting, joined in studio by Bob Carter. And we have the pleasure of having in studio one of our newest staff members, Christy Ambule. She has come on to tackle the giant challenge of creating community here at Perimeter. Small connect groups, larger connect groups out in the parishes, Norcross, Dunwoody, Johns Creek, other places, trying to get people to get together with their neighbors or people who are like-minded for a time of fellowship, for a time maybe of teaching, but even more than that, to be changed a bit by the gospel that they might infect, so to speak, those who are around them with the good news. Uh, Quite a daunting task with everything that we have going on here, but she has come in and attacked it with great joy and winsomeness and a gentle spirit. So we're excited to hear from her today about uh, how it's going and uh, maybe what your involvement could be in that process uh, going forward. So listen in to this edition of One for the Road. Yeah, we are on. Well, let, let me ask you this, Christy, as we were uh, we were just sitting here right before we came on the air, just to help the uh, people that are listening a little bit about uh, Connect Groups, uh, kind of what's what's brought you on staff Mm -hmm. uh tell us kind of vision for what you want to see happen and just we'll take it from there well connect groups are our off-campus communities within Uh perimeter church and they're very diverse we have some connect groups that are purely social that meet once a month and just hang out with one another we have other connect groups that meet more often and are studying the word together and you know in prayer together um so there's a really a wide range of making connect groups your own. How how you as a as a if a host has a vision for how they want their group to look, and um, my job is to really to come alongside those hosts and to support them and resource them, and to think for the future of the ministry and um, handle the day to day inner workings of it as well. Plan some events um, to help connect groups grow, which is really exciting. So I came on staff because um, my Christian walk has been just extremely impacted by community mm-hmm. throughout throughout my faith journey. So um, I, I cannot imagine living a life as a believer without community, without being surrounded by people who know you and who you're known by. And my husband and I have moved a lot, and every time we've moved, we're looking for community. And when we moved to Perimeter, um, we had come from a church that had a really strong small groups ministry. And when we came here, we ha- we had it was in a little bit of an adjustment um, because that wasn't really part of our church at that time, or what was here was um, not really growing. And so um, it took us a little longer to really feel connected because um, we had to figure out, oh, okay, discipleship is the way that we do it right now at Perimeter Church. Or as then at the time, that was really the first step to relational depth. Um, and, and what we found is that for us too, even as we'd been believers for a long time and walking in relationship and studying the word consistently for, you know, 15 years or so, but it was still, um, kind of hard to jump into that in a brand new place without having kind of formed some relationships. So Mm -hmm. he and I both ended up kind of fumbling through the discipleship a little bit before we found a group that really fit and connected with us. Mm -hmm. Um, So so are you saying then, in your opinion, that this precedes discipleship? Connect groups precede discipleship? 
I think for someone new to the church, yes. Okay. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, as, as you think about, well, as you were talking about the host, so the host, the host is the person who sort of decides, hey, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to have a group that goes to barbecue restaurants, or I want to have a Bible study group, or something like yeah. this. Uh-huh. They're the, they're the one that side, and then they go join me. Is that kind of what it is? Yes, that and that's what we've seen that works best too. Some groups have tried to kind of get a consensus, but okay. we found that works really best is if the hosts have a vision for how they want their group to to run and invite others along with them. So, yeah. what is our uh, in terms of when you say I consult with them? I'm not asking specifically your job description on that, but it's in terms of what sort of direction do we give people? Mm-hmm. I mean, I found there's two routes that work really well. Mm-hmm. One route is, hey, we're going to just be relaxed and have fun together. Mm-hmm. I, that host may have a list of 30 people, and they invite them once a month to, they might just do it over Evite, just a gathering. It may be inconsistent as far as day and time. Mm-hmm. Um, they just put something together on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe 10, 15 show up. And, and that works well for some people. Some people like that. Um, I found if you do that, you kind of have to have a big net, a, a big list to pull from. Because if you have a really small number, then you don't have many show up. That's one way that works really well for some. Some people are saying, I really want a consistent group of a few people, and I want us to meet regularly. And, um, and that's working well, too. But I found that those two options are really what are working when people um, start a group if they have a vision for either of those it seems to be working well if there's no vision then there's that's that's when it's harder and, and it seems you know, I was talking to somebody uh, this past week about it and, and it just and maybe it's how we would define connect because mm-hmm. he was just saying how difficult and it's not he wasn't really blaming perimeter as much he was just saying how difficult it is just in our culture Yes. To, I mean, people are so busy, he said, and I don't know kind of how do we, if at all, combat that, you know, because he said people are just, uh, you're just going, you know, doing this and doing this at night, and I, my kids got this, and my kids are in this, and da, 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 and it's just, he said it's so hard, you have to work so hard at it, if you mm-hmm. found that to be true. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, as, you, as you're talking there, I've got probably eight questions that popped in my mind. and I wonder, is it a felt need for people? See, what you said was, hey, we came, we had this felt need mm-hmm. for community. Right. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many of our people really have a felt need. Maybe they do, but they've suppressed it mm-hmm. so long, it's grown kind of cold. And how do you kind of remind them, no, you really do have a felt and a real need for community. Mm-hmm. So any thoughts on that? How, how, how Have you seen people who are... Saying, yeah, I want to do that, but like to, to Bob's point, I'm just busy. So thanks, but I can't. It not it we combat that. Um, it, I think it's a battle in all of us. Are we going to chase after the felt need or are we going to chase after that? That I should say we're going to chase after that spiritual longing in our heart. Mm-hmm. Or are we going to suppress it with this need for achievement or need for... Um, I think a lot of kids, a lot of people, I think we have it in, you know, I'm guilty of it too, but we have a tendency culturally to put our kids' activities or passions or whatever mm-hmm. it is first. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe we do have a felt need to be in community, but 
we don't want to disappoint or we don't want to... Um, it gets trumped somewhere yeah, along the way. Yeah, it gets trumped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is geography, you know, we're, we have a parish model here, of course. Is that helpful yes. to, to this? Mm-hmm. To talk to us about that. I'm assuming people who are in these groups are somewhat close to one another and they're not driving 50 minutes. Our, our hope is that the groups will be geographically um, based because it's very difficult to do life with people on a regular basis, even mm-hmm. people you love who live 30 minutes away from you. It's right. just hard. So um, if you get on the Connect Group's website and you look at the map, the first thing we want people to do is is look for their parish. And we're actually doing a lot of updates right now to make it possible for you to first go to your parish and see what groups are in your in your parish. And um, because not only do we want these groups, do we feel like people connect better if they're in a closer location, but they're going to feel more comfortable inviting their neighbors mm-hmm. and their unchurched friends cool. into their group mm-hmm. if they if it is a geographically low. If it's a uh, our neighborhood, if we had a neighborhood group, I would feel so comfortable saying to our next door neighbors, hey, why don't you come to this? Mm-hmm. It's a neighborhood group, even if it tells us it's a, mm-hmm. you know, kind mm-hmm. of group. So. Yeah. What is the, uh, in terms of, when you think about uh, what you're doing and in, in giving leadership to this, mm-hmm. what is the, uh, wh- what's a challenge? I mean, uh, we all have challenges, but what's a challenge in, in this? Um. The first thing is it's it's really new, uh-huh. and so I think it's a, a little bit of a, it is probably more than a little bit, but a culture shift within mm-hmm. our church as a whole. Right. And so I think right now the, the biggest challenge for me really is helping people um, recognize how um, integral this is to the life of our church and how it positively can impact every ministry within the church, how we can serve and come alongside one another, and that it would be something that would be a resource that kind of comes first to the mind instead of, I think right now a lot of leadership, possibly just because it hasn't been around very long, Connect Groups isn't the first thing they think of when they Mm -hmm. are trying to help people get involved. And so that's a big challenge right now. We're really working to to help, um, help everyone across the board Kind of put connect groups at the top of their list of how to help people get connected. Mm-hmm. Is there a, is there a um, season? Because for discipleship, it's like, hey, August is kind of heavy, and you know, hey, get into a group. They're starting. Hey, let's go. That type of thing. For connect groups, is there a a season where mm-hmm. you're, hey, this is the big movement, or is it a year round, or both end? Any both both end. We're all, you can join or start a connect group anytime throughout the year, but we are having every February. We have an event that um, will multiply groups. For groups who've gotten too big, we're going to try to multiply Mm -hmm. those out. And then to add to smaller groups that may want more members and to start new groups. So in this, at the end of January, Matt Chandler is coming and doing a mingling of the souls. And it's going to, mingling of souls, it's going to be a church, a community-wide event here at the church that Connect Groups is sponsoring. So we're going to, that'll be a good platform for us, again, to just let everyone know, hey, this is this is an opportunity to to dig in deeper and what we're learning here at um, and then in February we'll have a two two Sundays where people can come and meet hosts and just see what okay. is a good fit for them. So this year it's going to be you can meet hosts and really and then go home and take some time to think and come back the next week and decide what group you want to be a part of. 
Okay, so this podcast is going to broadcast probably early January, let's say. Oh, okay. So what would you say then, because primarily we, we have a, a large audience. It's kind of a worldwide audience. I think there's like one guy in India who listens to us. But that's right. So we can say it's worldwide, but it's pri- primarily, frankly, officers and uh, officers here. That's yeah, right. And their wives. Right. And it could be their wives yeah. also listening to us. So what would you say to them? About, okay, here it is early January. Mm-hmm. Matt Chandler's about to come, mm-hmm. who's my daughter's pastor, by the way, because mm-hmm. she goes to that church. And then we're going to do this thing in February. What should they be doing, thinking now, in terms of helping that movement go forward? What, what, what action steps would you say for officers in the church and their wives? Inviting their parish, their, okay. their, the people with, that are under them, to come. And, and really, um, specifically for mingling of souls, targeting the Singles, young marrieds, anyone in that young adult phase who, first of all, Matt Chandler is like one of the top podcasted pastors in the country, and especially in that younger demographic. So, it, I so think his, his subscribers are more than ours, you think? Possibly, yes. <laughs> possibly. Hard to believe, Bob, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think anyone will, will benefit from it. But mm. the, married, the married couples, it should be a really, it's, it's mm. about Song of Solomon. So, um, it'll be a Song of Solomon. Study. Oh, in there for for the is he here one night or how he's here that? one night, but okay. he has a book and then a Bible study that okay. um, we will have there for sale okay. at the event. And you know him, right? Well, he was our pastor. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. did you it's get into s- subscribe to our podcast? <laughs> 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 I keep I keep working this around, Bob. I'm just trying to trying to increase our subscribers. Oh, ben there. really wants to be his like host when yeah. he's here, and okay. so I'll ask. Ben See to if you get can ask Ben to Ben to subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I. And I'll be a, a bit, be a, be a bit heretical here, I guess. Uh, <laughs> again, again, I got to edit these parts out every time. I got to edit <laughs> no. this. But you know, it's kind of where I'm, I guess think I'm where I'm at. It's like if somebody were to say, "Hey, uh, I'd like for you to come join my group, and we're we're studying the book of you know book of the Bible and this," and I'm like, I actually probably would think I don't want to go to another Bible study. <laughs> Right. But if somebody said, hey, we're going out, we, we, we actually go to different restaurants mm-hmm. in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I'm going, I'm in. Yeah. So I guess the thing is, is that, uh, I mean, it's like whatever a person may be interested in doing, as long as it's, you know, not immoral or. Right. <laughs> uh, then we would say, yeah, we're, we're, we're for that. And yeah, we're, we're working right now on updating, also updating on the website. So when you click on a group, you can get a little description right there on the web that tells you. What kind of group they are? Right. So, say what, what's the website? It's perimeter.org slash connect groups. Connect groups. So if you, you guys, if you're listening to this, just go there and check that. So there's a map there. I'm hearing, and you can go yes. and click, and, and there's mm-hmm. links and and those type of things. Yes. That's all. How many groups do we have right now? About about 115. Wow, that's a lot. That's tremendous. Yeah. That's really really good. We really do, and that's down. We had. Um, this is probably not. I want to edit this. We had mm-hmm. when I started. On the on record, we probably had about 150. We've gone through and just we did rosters. I mean, we've just been chasing mm-hmm. people down to figure out what groups are really groups and who's really coming and that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. we've gotten down to there really are legitimately about 150 groups, which is great. So I'm laughing right now because this this is a part time job for you. Is that right? <laughs> it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah right, right. Well, you know what we say about part time. Yeah, that's right. Right. We say. Part time is all the time. No, part time is full time. Full time is all the time here. Full time is all the time. I get to work from home a lot, which is helps. Oh yeah, that's good. That's great. So, what do you see going forward? Talk to us about the 2015. Matt's coming. 
you've got new groups forming, people mm -hmm. hopefully fitting in. And then the idea there is that they either transition not out of that specifically, but they form discipleships, the goal here, right? Oh, yeah. We would love to see every Connect Group member end up in discipleship. But the great thing about Connect Groups is they can stay in their Connect Group as long as they want to. They mm -hmm. don't ever have to leave their Connect Group. But we're hoping that it'll make it'll be a comfortable environment for them to be known and to know others so that they'll feel safe mm -hmm. digging deeper and, and getting into a discipleship relationship. So what's the average size of a connect group? Oh, average, probably five couples or 10 people. Okay. Probably average. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they meet kind of year round, like you said, once a month or whatever. I mean, uh -huh. it takes different forms. I love it. I just think it's, um, I don't know, sometimes we Presbyterians are theologically tight. Yes. It's yeah. kind of like we will do it on this day, all the these hours, here's how we do it, here's the book. And this is kind of a free-flowing, spirit-led, dare I say, initiative. <laughs> Which means it's incredibly risky at It's times. incredibly it risky, is. that's right. And there, are, what I'm finding is a lot of hosts want more structure. And so I'm trying to give mm. that to them. If they want it, take it. Do be structured. If you, and if by that's that you what, say you give them a, you've got a study they can do, you, you have materials uh -huh. or something. And I'll encourage them to pick a day of the week and, mm -hmm. or maybe the first mm -hmm. Tuesday of the month or the first, we found Sundays to be a really good day to do it after church or in the evenings. And um, so I'm really trying to help those who want some structure mm -hmm. to give them the freedom to do that as well. Because yeah. we, something about, I don't know if it's Presbyterians or, or perimeter or what, but people really like rules here. And so if they don't have them, they struggle. And I don't like rules. He's going to wait Well, it's two out of three of us that don't like rules, Bob. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. I'm the heretic. Very, and yeah, Chrissy doesn't like rules. Um, one last question I've got for you. Child care. That's, that always seems to be like yeah. a thing that torpedoes us. We love kids. And we're all for them. But how, how do connect groups work with the child? How, has that been an issue? It has been an issue. Um, and, and most connect groups are meeting because it's more social, they're just, everybody's together. Kids, adults, everybody's just kind of, you know, a big, they're just having fun together. But I encourage my connect groups to use the young families date nights as an opportunity to do a date mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as a connect group. And then I'm offering once a year that we will we will cover their child care, oh, wow. $30 per couple. That's good. So that gives them, I think, in a total four to five times during the year when they can mm -hmm. do it. With, I mean, they can do it anytime, but yeah. where we will cover the cost. I'll fund it, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out with integrity if I if I babysit for my grandkids, am I can I get the money or not? Probably, probably not. <laughs> probably just just a thought that goes that, through my mind. That might know? be it. So that makes a little right heart, heart check. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add? Something coming in here? You thought, well, I really want to make sure I can share this. Anything in particular that comes here? We covered it pretty well. What a tremendous That's ministry. Great. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm excited. I really am. I think it could just help, you know, in terms of uh, as people are coming into church feeling like this is a place uh, that, hey, I can meet people, people I can get to know some people, and eventually, hopefully, we can get them into discipleship. Yeah. So a tremendous, and we just appreciate you being here so much because I think it's good for our, our, uh, our leaders to hear exactly what's going on because there's so many things that are going on but this is a vital part of our ministry so thank you so much you're welcome yeah thanks christy thank you we will uh hope you guys will continue to listen to us invite your friends to subscribe to the podcast i'm on that kick today and uh, we will uh, be talking to you next time on one for the road